this morning I'm going to just build up from from where the ministers have ministered this morning but I want to start on the premise that we have been cleansed by the blood we are white as snow and if therefore we are white as snow then we must be careful with things that can stain our garments one of the songs that was rendered this morning I love the song so much for God's calling and purposes are without repentance Let me say this all this morning that in everything happening in the world today, God is in charge. God is in charge. Please tell me this morning, say God is in control. He made all things by the word of his mouth, and he is also sustaining all things by the word of his power. And one of the advantages of the believer is that God has given us heads up. So nothing that I see today surprises me. Nothing, no event that I see today bothering the world. They've all been foretold. Praise God. So let not what has been foretold be as though it's new to you. It says nation will rise against nation. Kingdom will rise against kingdom. Brethren will betray one another for my name's sake. Iniquity shall abound there will be hunger and famine is that the word of jesus christ so why are you surprised why are you acting as though it's strange because prophecy is just happening before your very eyes in times like this what do we do we align ourselves to God. We check on his calendar and his program to see what his counsel is. And hold fast to faith. And hold fast to the truth of God. 
This morning, I want to take a little time to talk about the holiness of God. The holiness of God. And I don't know how long I will teach on this, but the holiness of God. Father, let our eyes be opened. Let our roots go deep down. That we might bring forth fruit upward in righteousness. In Jesus' name. Proverbs chapter 9, verses 10 and to 12. You find the same thought repeated in Proverbs 1, verse 7. But Proverbs chapter 9, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding now let's read again the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. For by me thy days shall be multiplied, and the years of thy life shall increase. If thou be wise, thou shalt be wise for thyself. But if thou scornest, Thou alone shall be aid. If thou be wise unto the knowledge of the Holy One, Amen. If thou understand the fear of God, then you shall be wise unto yourself. In other words, how you understand the fear of God and how you pursue the knowledge of the Holy One determines how your Christian work turns out. There can be no, no real commitment to God without understanding his holiness the knowledge of the holy one the fear of the lord my goal this morning is to open us up to The knowledge of the holy. 
let me take my text from Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah chapter 6. And we're going to read from verse 1 through verse 8. And my, my objective this morning, my aim is to bring us to the place of the encounter with the Holy One. Because our Christian work will not be as strong as it ought to be without the understanding of the Holy. You know, when Christ was born, the Magi from the east saw a star. It was the star that guided them to where Jesus was. The holiness of God, the understanding of what it means that God is holy, is a guiding marker to our Christian experience. You can't truly live for God without a grasp of what it means that God is holy. You know, when I read that be ye holy, as I am holy, that statement always startles me. How many of you have read that word before? Be ye holy, as I am holy. Now, is that word for you and I? Is it a suggestion to you? Is it a thing that you can choose to if you want? You know, I was traveling some years ago from Ibadan to, to, to Lagos and I was we held in traffic at the at the at the at, at the at, at the end of of the Badon point just after we left Ibadan. And we thought the traffic will ease on time. And we got there, I got there about five PM and we didn't leave that traffic until about eight PM. So it was dark. And then as soon as the traffic lifted, we began to drive. At that time, the road wasn't as good as it is now. My wife was calling me 
I said, well, we're on our way. But as I was coming, I had a marker that was guiding me. And I was driving on good speed. The road wasn't good. I remember when I got to, you know, as you drive before you get to the Shagamo interchange. As I climbing that last little hilly point to get to the interchange. How many of you know how that place is? That road is, is you know, is, 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 is whoppy, alright? It's so undulating. And it was like that for several years until that place was fixed. I had a marker in the, in the median. So all I was using, because at night, no matter how, you see, your headlamp will be as bright if there is street light on the road. No matter how bright your headlamp is at night in the dark, you will not be, you, you, it won't be as visible as it is in broad daylight. Put your fog, put the headlamp. No, you won't. You will only see some deep things when you get close. And so the marker I heard for that, for that drive was the median. So I know that as long as I'm by the median, I'm safe. So, so I, I was driving, I, was, I, was, I kept it by my side. So I knew that I'll be far from the extreme point. If you go to the middle, you will not know when you are going too far to the right or too far to the left. But as long as I was by the median, I just kept by the side. I was driving on 150. And as soon as I passed the, the interchange, I heard a sound on my windscreen. Bah! And it was a stone. Apparently, some guys were there trying to distract, to rob. But all my mind was, I'm going home. And as I heard the sound, I kept driving. Because I have a mission to get home. In the journey of the faith, the surest marker that keeps us away from the territory of the evil one is the understanding of the holiness of God. So we want to say the holiness of God. Yeah. The understanding of the holiness is the marker that guarantees that we are far. Just like the median on that road was my guarantee that I was far from the extreme of the road. So is the holiness the guarantee and the marker that we are sure that we are far from the territory of the evil one. I 
I said Isaiah 6, we are coming there shortly. In Numbers 21, in fact from 19, You see, in this journey, we are journeying to Christ. And the journey to heaven is long. When God called them out of Egypt, he called them out of Egypt to bring them to the land of Canaan. Amen. And the land of Canaan is a type of his own abode, which is heaven. Somebody said, God doesn't dwell in heaven because he wants to just engender that where was. God, when he made heaven and the earth. How, 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 when he says heaven is my throne. And it does all. You, you don't need to make, to make yourself important by, by, anyway. So, 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 the, the objective of God is to take us from Egypt to Canaan. And Canaan is the type of where? Of heaven, God's abode. So the God's abode. So, our end point is not this earth. We are, we are in transit. And if we are in transit, then we must, we must walk closely behind he that is leading us. Someone say the holiness of God. Thank you, Father. There's a story in the Bible. You know, this morning I see Jesus, our chief shepherd, leading us in the way. And he says, as long as you are following behind I will take care of you in righteousness. Jesus said, Father, don't take them out of the world. But keep them. So to keep them. So God has a way of keeping his own. For his own glory. Separated to himself. And therefore, everyone who is born again is separated unto God. But the problem is, we don't really fully comprehend and understand the, the nature of God. And this morning, I'm trying to help us understand and, 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 and know the responsibility that is on us to keep following after the Holy God. Hallelujah. 
Is someone with me this morning? Up to this point? When the children of Israel left Egypt, they were coming by the power of God. God was with them separating them from the world. In fact, the world knew that these ones were separate. For we've heard how your God, your God is not like the gods of the other nations. So the Israelites were actually separate. To the extent that the people of the world knew it. Do you know that one of the ways they knew was that the Israelites were not doing what they were doing. The Israelites were not sacrificing to the gods that they were sacrificing to. They had laws from God. They have things they have to comply with from God. So, so, so the, 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 the token that God gave them for his separation were his laws. was a king called King Balaam. Sorry, Balak. Balak began to be afraid of the holiness of God. And the truth is that when you begin to live in holiness, your friends get scared of you. Do you know why people in the world hate God? They hate God because God is holy. That's all. That's the reason. If God will indulge their sins, they will like God who is liberal. That's why they like Jesus until the point where he hates the sins of men. Some people say the holiness of God. And without the understanding of the holiness of God, you will not rightly project and represent God as a believer. And so, Balak went to call this prophet. From all indications, Balaam actually prophesied God's word. In fact, he heard God. And he says, help me cause these people so that they can be weakened. That means in those days, their gods are invoked to fight against other nations. So when they are going to war. They invoke the, the, the power of their gods. To fight against other nations. If not Balak will not go and call Balaam. To, to, to invoke a cause against God's people. So that they are weakened. And he said. I cannot curse those whom God has blessed. Because the Lord their God is in their midst. And the shout of their king is amongst them. Therefore, I cannot curse them. 
I can't speak evil against them. There is nothing I say to them that will happen because the presence of the Holy God is in their midst. And they are obeying his laws. Do you get that? The reason the cause could not alight was because they were obeying the laws of the Holy God. You saw what I mean this morning? And what will keep us from the hour that we are in is the understanding that our God is holy. When you understand God is holy, that understanding strengthens your confidence in God. You know, he said, for I have not beheld iniquity. I have not seen transgression in Israel. And the shout of the king is them. So, so there's, there's a consciousness of them living to please God. And Bilam said, give me some time to think on what we can do. And the reason Balak kept on pressing was because Balak gave him a lot of money. Sir, the money Balak gave to Balaam was so tempting that Balaam was almost trying to tell God that God, let's cause them and we'll share the money. He said, God, this money is plenty. Don't let's share just your children. Let's cause them what? Destroy them and we'll create just cause and we'll share. Because Balak sent emissaries. Now, you know the story. There was so much gift. So it is the gift that was prompting him to, ah, if this way is not working. He said, he came to cause. As he opened his mouth, he was blessing them. Why? There's no iniquity. So say, no iniquity. Say, no iniquity. I think one of the problems we have today as believers struggling in the world is because there's iniquity so much entangled with our lives. It's iniquity. How many of you consider twice before lying? My children, they lie a lot. As children, why? And then after lying, they will apologize. But I'm, I'm praying, I'm teaching them that no, you don't lie. Bible says, Blessed is the one that, that, that speaketh the truth to his own heart. Because the holiness of God cannot harbor lie. Are you following me? Are you following me? Because the true manifestation of the children of the kingdom is only in their, in, in their revealing of Christ in all his glory. They asked Jesus, they don't want to kill him. He said, of what good works are you trying to kill me? They said, or rather, of what evil are you trying to kill me? You know what they said? Nothing. Don't say nothing. Say nothing. 
So, Balak continued. And then, and then he said, now I know what we can do. To get them go against the holy God. And then, they'll be exposed. You know what he said? He said, let's go and hire all the girls of the strange countries. Are you following me, George? And let those girls stay around the borders of the camp. That when they stay around the camp borders, the men will begin to lost. So they lost. Say lost. The men will begin to lost after them. And they will begin to go in and pick these girls for themselves. And the moment they begin to commit fornication with them, the holy God will leave. And then they will be exposed. My money. He was paid. But the Lord judged Bilam. He died. Let me repeat. As long as there's righteousness, you are covered. Amen. Yeah. As long as you stay within the forewheel of the of the of the kingdom of the of the words of God, we are covered. But he said, this is how to get them down. Get the women around. And the moment they begin to lost the women, the holy God will leave. And then they'll be exposed. Were they exposed? Were they destroyed? Big destruction. Isaiah chapter 6. I read from verse 1. Now, in the year King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and and his what? His train filled the temple. Please read with me this morning. Read with me. Let's go together. Above it stood. Now I will say one. You finish the other one. So that I am sure you are following me. Each one has six. Please say louder. With twain he covered. With twain he covered. With twain they did. Wow. Now please follow me carefully this morning. Because the pattern of God for the church hasn't changed. It's the same thing. It's the same thing in the old and the same thing in the new. Let's go on. And one cried unto and said Now hold on. Are you watching ma? Now this is the revelation of Yahweh. This is the character this is the attribute of our God. 
and, and these angelic beings shout and they call one to another on a continuous basis. Now, we're going to see this emphasized in Revelation chapter 4. But let's go on. And one cried unto another and said, And the whole earth. Hallelujah. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried. And the house was filled with. He was seeing the temple. He was seeing the throne. The throne of the God we serve. The throne of the God who, is, who has saved us. The throne of the God that we, we, are, we are fallen, we are obeyed. The throne of the God who has promised us life after death. We are seeing in, in picture form the nature and the, and the attribute and the character of this God. And guess what? He says he has, he has, he has made us in his own The holiness of God. Who is writing here? Church, who's writing here? And this is the sixth chapter. That means Isaiah has been prophesying from chapter one. Are you following me? But let's hear what Isaiah said. Let's hear his response. That means before now, he considered himself in a different light. Amen. Eternally, you are beautiful. Eternally, you are wonderful. Eternally, eternally, you are. Let's pause and look at verse 5. Haven't seen this glimpse, he said. Then said I, everybody said with me, woe is me. But incidentally, he has been declaring war to the nation. And this war to the nation actually is the war from God. Amen. As long as you look at man and compare yourself to man, you think you are better than the next man. But the moment your yardstick for working is Yahweh, you always lead a life of humility and righteousness. Do you know that right now, if you see me going to parties, all right, as your pastor, you know what you do next? You start going. That if pastor can go, who am I? 
that means it may be right. How many of you have seen many people in, you know, <laughs> in recent times, I've seen people wear Osimen's mask, Abby. Osimen wears the mask because he has head injury. But those who wear the mask, do they have head injury? But are they wearing the mask? Why? Because they see a man wear it. Amen. Now, follow me one very carefully. When he saw the Lord, he said, Woe is me. Wow. He said, I am ah, the pride. The arrogance in the lives of believers in disobedience is because they've not understood the holiness of God. You see, the reason you are continuing in sin, in that fornication, you can't tell that woman to go. When she comes, after you sin, you will cry and repent. And then after two weeks again, he, he, he's coming again. I don't worry, nobody sees it. You know the reason? They tell you, leave TikTok. They are talking their own. Actually, you've not known God. And remember, not all that said to me, Lord, Lord, will enter. May you not get to the gate and you are sent back. And the token that you know that you are among those that will enter is your desire to consistently want to please Him, even to your heart. That's the sign. Sounds amen. And I'm pretty that this word will, will start doing a word, a work of circumcision in our hearts that will truly begin to stand for him as we ought to. He says, Woe is me because I am a what? I'm a man of unclean. What this man has been prophesying. But he never knew his uncleanness until he saw. He had been comparing himself with Obadiah. Isaiah prophesied about Obadiah. So somehow I'm one, at least we are at least in my when I grow at least I know what bother him, so I'm doing well. And then some men come and tell you, Oh, are you a Christian? Um, um, yes, you see a friend who's, who's just asked, Are you a Christian? Once he says yes, that's, that's the end. But let's go on. Was it now he knew he was dwelling among unclean people? Do you see that? So the reason there is high complacency within the church to condone iniquity, to condone the world. It says, it says, it says, it says, know ye not that, that friendship with the world is, is enmity with God. It says, you adulterers and...
may we not be an adulterous church please say amen this morning may you not be an adulterous believer you know by this there will be a choice to make thank you father let's go on let's go on and and and, and it, says, it says why why am i seeing this thing now about myself you know what it says for my eyes have seen the king yahweh of whose May your eyes see the king. I will come to a few thoughts this morning and then I will close. Before Uzziah died, Uzziah was the king of Judah. And Isaiah prophesied in the days of Uzziah. Uzziah became king at the age of about 16 or so. And he ruled and reigned for 58 years. Wow. You'll find this story in 2 Chronicles 26 from verse 1 to the end. And in this year of the reign of Uzziah, everything went well. It was a time of national pride. They expanded militarily. In fact, Isaiah got, I mean, sorry, Isaiah got put together. They began to fabricate weapons of war that they could shoot arrows from, from the watchtower. And the kings of Egypt, the kings of Syria were afraid of them because Judah went ahead and won every war led by King Uzziah. He listened to the prophet Zechariah. Everything he did was according to the will of God. For 58 years, he reigned in righteousness. And the nation was so much, so much in, in rest. Someone say rest. That's why... In the time of great rest is the time of great vulnerability. Let me repeat. For those who can receive it, for those who can receive this, the time of great rest, you have all your money, you can plan all your trip, you can do what you want, you can travel as you want. That's the time of your great God said, I wish I could make you not too rich, not too poor. But the choice to be rich and poor is yours. Because you can be poor and not serve me. You can be rich and also not serve me. You can be rich and serve me. You can be poor and also not serve me. So the choice of either being or being poor or serving me is not a function of things. But somehow a function of your understanding of the eternal consequence of the life of man. That a man's life does not consist on the abundance of the things which he possesses. This is the counsel of Yahweh to his creatures. God said to them, by the time you, 
enter the land and you find rest, your soul will become fattened and you will, it is a you may, and you will forget me. That's why I'm not praying to get to a point where I'm totally independent of the grace of God. I don't want to become so rich that I'll, I'll be born and say, I borrowed no die from no one. It's a sign that I'm on the path of destruction. Even God, when it acted to build his temple, everybody contributed until God said, It is. Did you hear me? So never want to lead a life when you alone satisfies your need. Be in a place where people can be a blessing. That's when you know that you're actually in the will of God. So when you don't have too much, don't see it as God against you. No. It's the plan of God to actually keep and preserve. You won't know until you are exposed. But none of us will be exposed in Jesus' name. Is pastor preaching poverty? You know I'm not. You know. But you know I'm saying the... Because that's what God has. Listen. Hebrews 13 verse 5. He says, let your lifestyle in the church. This is the church's lifestyle. Let your lifestyle be without covetousness. God says, be content with what? Such things as you. For the Lord has said, I will never leave you. That means there's no time you get to a place of need that I will not come. So that we may boldly say, the Lord, God wants to be your perpetual helper. But guess what? There are times when men help God. Abraham helped God. Moses helped God. God said, Abraham, it's Isaac. Abraham said, Lord, can I do something? There's someone here this morning, the Lord says, stay where you are. I'm your help. Don't do the thing that you're about to do. For it will end in peace. For the Lord himself will help you. You won't be confounded. So set your face like a flint. You won't be put to shame. For there's a way that seemed right to a man. He spoke to the church. He said, but the end thereof is death. So we can see the holiness of God. Let me say a few this morning and I will close. I don't want to say too much so that you lose the import. When Isaiah saw the Lord, listen, he has been prophesying 
and the prophecies were accurate. When he now said in chapter 6, I'm a man of unclean lips. That means you can prophesy the word of God and yet be unclean. Wow. That means Jesus said, not all that said to me, Lord, Lord, this is how it's confirmed in the Old Testament. The prophecies, because after now, Isaiah got born again. I feel the Holy Ghost. That means there are prophets that need to get born. There are leaders in the world that men are following, that are mentoring many in the world today that needs to get born again. For if Isaiah prophesied from one to five, and by the sixth chapter, he saw God, and God, his, the, 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 the view of God exposed his sins, and he knew that he was, in what he says, I am done for, that means I'm on the way to hell. Thank God Uzziah died. Because before Uzziah died, Isaiah lacked nothing. Isaiah was in, in tandem with Uzziah, and the land was prosperous. The prophet had enough to eat. He had enough backing from the, from, from, from the king. He was a, the, the, the king had his ear, but the ear of, 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 of Isaiah and, and the ear of, of, of Zechariah. So every, the priest was in good time. The, 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 the prophet, the, they were all, so, but thank God Uzziah died. I'm praying today that Uzziahs will die in the world. That the people who God has truly called will find God in the death of the Uzziahs of the world. Some people who are doing evil today in the world, they are seeing an evil mentor. That's why they have confidence to continue in evil. So in the year King Uzziah died. I pray this morning, everything that shields you from seeing the glory and the holiness of God, everything that has put you in a place of comfort, and that comfort has blocked your view of the holiness of God, may all those things die. May they fizzle out. And you may see clearly God's holiness, and you may turn to serving God the way he prescribes you to serve God. And that you may find confidence and peace in the solitariness with those that serve God. For there's a solitariness. There's a what? There's a what? In serving God. You know why I'm saying this? I'm guiding you to heaven. And this is the only way I can guide you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'll see this morning and then, and then I'll, I'll close. Oh. The three creatures, now remember, 
God is merciful. When Isaiah saw God's holiness, he saw his nakedness. This man has been so proud. We know by this scripture. Before I go on this morning, come to verse 10, or verse 9 and 10, quickly. Just give me the block. Okay, hold on. Good, verse 6. When God saw his contriteness, that means God has been seeking his attention all along. But God knew it was Uzziah. That was the problem. God had to kill him. Some people will live your life that you might find God. You might have to move away from some people's houses so you might find God. Amen. Do you know what happened to Uzziah? I know that God wanted to rescue Isaiah. Because Isaiah still has prophecies to prophesy about the coming of the Messiah. That he needs to have unfettered access to the throne. Prior to this time, Isaiah was prophesying war and war and war to the land. But after chapter 6, after this encounter, he says, behold, a virgin shall. The prophetic trust changed. He stopped focusing on the nation. He began to focus on the agenda of God. Until there's a shift in your, in your understanding of the life of holiness of the church. God will not bring you to the next phase of your glory. No matter how many men tell you walk in glory. You are walking in the glory of man. Amen this morning. Isaiah 7. I'm sure Isaiah didn't even know what was saying. He says, Behold, a virgin shall conceive. He was talking about, is it, is it, is it, is it, um, 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 this king now, that, 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 that had an issue. And he says, Ask the Lord for a sign. Ahaz. He says, I won't tempt God. He says, God says, tempt me, ask me. There's something I won't do now. It's not about you now. As I said, Thus said the Lord, Behold, a virgin shall conceive. And bear a son. And thou shalt call his name. Isaiah didn't know what he was talking about. In Isaiah chapter 9, from verse 6, he began to prophesy and he said, For unto us a child is born. That thing he said had no bearing from what he began to say from, from verse 1. But a shift has happened in his life. May the shift of God happen to us. May there be a shift that happens because of the holiness of God. I've heard many men say, there's a shift, there's a shift, there's a shift. Shift to what? He said, he said, he said, and, and guess what? Many of the other prophets were actually quoting Isaiah by the same spirit of God. He says, for unto us a child is born, and to us a son is given, and his name shall be called. That has never happened before. But because he understood the holiness of God. 
when you encounter the holiness of God, His holiness rubs on you. I repeat. When you encounter the holiness of God, holy living becomes your priority. So say holy living. Say holy living. And do you know that everybody knows what is holy in living? Even Satan knows what it means to live a holy life. Satan knows. It means to live a life pleasing to God. A life void of lie. Void of hypocrisy. Void of anger. Void of cheating. Void of fornication. Void of lying. Void from every vice. Void from changing figures. Void from anything that displeases the heart of the holy God. So say amen this morning. Isaiah 6. Isaiah 6. Then flew one of the... Please, you are sleeping now. Then flew one of the... Please watch this. Do you know that this encounter... Okay. If Isaiah were in our world today, how would we reverence him? If Isaiah were alive today as the father of the faith, as, the, as one of God's... Eh? And he tells you this experience with God, what will he make you do? And there are many, many, many times that God has won generals. But because of their pride, they've kept the warnings to themselves. And by that pride, they are leading many astray. But find God that before the throne of God, there are seraphims. Do you know that there are angels around you? Who should not behold iniquity? In fact, the more you sin, the more you incapacitate them from helping you. You know, he said in Psalm 91, I think verse 11, say, For if we will give his angels to bear you, that you dash not your feet against, can God lie? Psalm 119 verse 89 says what? Forever, O Lord, your word is in. Blessed Lord, he is angels. Who hearkened to the voice of his word? So the angels of God is, in fact, in Hebrews 1, 13, 14, it says, for are angels not ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who, are, who shall be what? Heads of salvation. It says, be, 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 be mindful to entertain strangers. For in so doing, you have what? Entertain angels. Genesis chapter 8 from verse 1. Bible says, and Abraham saw three men coming. And one of them was Yahweh. And the two were what? His angels. Sometimes, the reason believers go through mishap is sin. I didn't say all times. I say sometimes. Because your angels have been what? Have been tied. 
imagine you are full of the word of god you see god's angels they hearken to his to the voice of god's word so if your mouth is filled with god's word you are energizing it's like you are fueling your car tank to go more mileage you are you are empowering the angels that's the reason we are we are so weak in the world today because there's so much iniquity in the church Don't close. Uh, should I say more this morning? You see, as I was praying, God said to me, You aren't talking to the church alone. He said, You are speaking to the body of Christ. And in due course, I'll get them to hear you. Listen, the days are here when nobody can cajole you to go and drink beer. The days of going to watch ball in, in, in beer parlor, they are over. If you know, listen, it is not acceptable to God, you know. Because the things being said there, don't honor God, you know. Because walking in the holiness of God brings you to a place of solitariness with God. But if all men forsake you, he said, I will stay by you. If God be for you, who can be against you? Don't seek men to be for you. Don't seek evil men to be for you. He said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. It means you are not, your friends are not unbelievers. Imagine a shepherd carrying his sheep around and one sheep strays to the other man's compound. No, it will come back. Blessed is the man who walketh not in the council. This is the church. This is our commanding order. This is how we should live. There's no compromise. Nor stand in the ways of sinners. Nor what? But his delight. But his delight. But his delight. But his delight in the law of the Lord and the law of God doth he meditate day, for he shall be like a tree that brings his fruit. So there's no prayer for fruit bearing, there's prayer for abiding in his presence and walking in holiness. There's a call from heaven, there's a call from Zion to re-examine your walk with the Lord. Like Isaiah's walk with the Lord was re-examined. Though he has been walking for God. But walking for God in his own ways. You can't walk for God in his own ways and God will accept it. He accepts what he has prescribed for you to walk in. Not what you have come up with by yourself. His songs gone by heart. Take the whole world and give me Jesus. No turning back. Have you really decided? I'm amazed, man. Every time God will come to the people, He will tell them, "Choose ye this day." God told told Moses, "Tell them to choose." Joshua told them, "Choose." When the days of choice, you are either enlisted or you are delisted. 
but God wants to enlist all. Then flew one of the seraphims unto, unto having a life. What's the life coal? The coal burning red with fire. Now, 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 this coal only exists in the, in the, in the altar of the lava. It's what they use to, to send incense to the Lord. And this and this and this and and and, and there's a place in the in the tabernacle where 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 the incense is being burned and the priest will go will go into the holy of holies and take in this 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 incense burner and put life coal on it and put incense on it and wave it to the Lord. That means when this life coal was brought, it was the high priest in heaven that took the life coal in the place of the angel because when Christ appeared in the old covenant, he appeared as the angel of the Lord. He took a life coal in his hand. Who is he that can take life coal in his hand? Except Yahweh. Oh, who is he can take burning coal in his hands and himself is not burned? It's Yahweh. For himself is a living fire that, that burns forever, that burns the chaff, that brings judgment, that brings sanctification, that brings consecration. The church of God is a church of holiness. And let everyone that name it the name of Christ depart. Depart. He's warning you. For if you continue iniquity, the iniquity will judge you, not God. No, I'm crying this moment. For when the judgment comes, I will bear the burden. But as your pastor, I'm trusting God that with you, you obey the voice of the Lord coming to you this morning. He took the life coal, which he had taken with the tongues from the altar, and he laid it upon my, upon my. So that that mouth that has been running like water. Can a burnt mouth talk? You didn't get what I said. Can a lips burnt talk? That means those ones who are, who are called of God. They don't speak guile. They watch what they say. By the anointing of the call of God, He controls that which comes from your mouth. You speak with grace. Your word begins to minister. It's filled with righteousness. That everyone that hears what you say, have would make the holy God, begins to see God and is blessed. Your word never brings down. Your word only edifies. That means you start talking less. You see that? He, and, and, and he put a call in the lips of Elijah. And said, Lo, this heart touched thy lips. That means before this moment, it, it hadn't touched his lips. It doesn't matter what men call him, apostle, vain. Do you know what Jesus said to us? I think it's in John 7. Please let me find it. He says, let no man call another man Lord. 
for there's one Lord. He says, let no man call another father. And he was talking to the disciples. He said, for we have just one father. For all of you are brethren. So you can call me brethren Amos. You are not out of place. You are obeying Jesus. Peter called Paul, our beloved brother. Didn't he know Paul's an apostle he knew? The apostleship is his office in Christ. His calling is a brother. My title is not pastor. My title is my call. And my call is only between me and God. But there are those you can't call them without their title. Because it makes them look large and big. The days are here when the so-called titled men of, of, of God will come to a place of humility. It's either they humble themselves or Yahweh himself will humble them. So his church can find bearings. God is saying this to you so you can be a carrier of this word. It is the fire of God that takes away iniquity. And that fire is only experienced in the very presence of God. Do you see that? That means for every time Isaiah prophesied, he was in iniquity. If he had died before chapter 6, So don't be quick to come to minister and get people blessed and you know you have been crushed. Sometimes it's even good. <laughs> That's why those that know God's holiness, they don't struggle to have titles. In fact, they run from titles in church. But title is the pain of problems in some places. Who wants to be pastor here? You want to be pastor? Are you sure? No, no, no. That no was high. Say, ah, no. Are you sure? I can, I can, I, I, I can make you pastor. Men ordained men. One woman went to carry a cross. A cross given by man. And she was deceiving herself in the name of God. Saying that she doesn't know what God is doing. She knew. They planned it. It's a guise to tell the world that I'm handing over to my wife. She took the bishop's cross. She used less cross. There's no cross. You see how the world has become. I feel, I feel the anger of God. And she took the cross and kissed it. And began to, to say nonsense. How many of you know who I'm talking about? Good, you don't know. It's very good, you don't know. And I won't tell you. is not interested on how 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 good looking you are in the world for what shall it profit a man if listen if this is how god deals with us then we better get serious before it's late better get serious you find young boys saying hi no my god and then their jean is torn their hair some of these guys will spend five hours barbing hair and plating hair and you think they are men of God? 
if you know scriptures you will judge by the word of god they are not they might sing songs of god they might sing songs that edifies they might do things that makes us think that this one must be from didn't you see isaiah didn't you see isaiah are they greater than isaiah did you see isaiah god gave us this as a pattern so the church is not deceived do you hear me this morning following christ is work it's a decision it's a choice for suffering and a choice for blessing for there's a suffering that leads to blessing there's a blessing that leads to eternal misery i will choose that suffering that leads to blessing say for if you suffer with me if you if you endure rejection with me you shall also reign with me there's no reign with christ without suffering with him he said for if you follow me in this world men will revile you they will ostracize you don't be afraid of being reviled don't be afraid of being ostracized for those that god wants to consecrate he first of all ostracize them i'm closing I will end one more scripture. I'm building up this, this teaching. Is someone hearing me this morning? Is it making sense? God's word is changing me. Your word, Yahweh Adonai. The Jews cannot call God's name Yahweh. They can't. They can't because it's holy. The name God gave Moses, nobody knows today. We don't know if it's Yahweh or not. We don't know. He's lost. Because those he gave it to couldn't pronounce it. Because they saw him. They knew him. And it's a God that will judge you when you lie against him. The one that will judge you when you know what is right and you do it not. For his justice is embedded in his holiness. He will judge and repay, say the Lord vengeance is mine the day of vengeance is coming it's called the day of the vengeance of our god who can stand at that day for men will say let the hill fall on us there's no death you want to die but you can't die but the time is here when the voice of god shouts let him that hear it come let him that task come and drink for now he's free at that time it took me free anymore we close it says, and thy iniquity is what? Is what? And thy sin is pushed. And after that, and after that, God sent him. That means everything he did before he sent himself. I feel like closing now everything he did before though it was right but it was wrong because there was iniquity and he hasn't seen god and men had lifted him to a place where, where, where it has become hard for him to humble himself there is no higher calling there is no greater honor than to me and bow before your throne before your throne and i'm
Hide your glory and grace by your mercies. Oh Lord, I leave to worship. I had a voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Apparently, the Lord has been shouting this. It's only those that see His holiness that will hear it. That's why John says, On that day of the Lord, I was in the Spirit and I saw the holiness of Him. When I turned to see the one speaking, I saw no one. I saw the similitude of a throne. I saw seven lampstands and I saw Him with His head like the ancient of days. His voice was a voice of like mighty waters and thunders. And He spoke to me the things that I ought to write. For blessed is he that readeth this word of this prophecy and doeth them. For his name shall be written. But those that doeth not the things written in the book of the law, their names shall be removed. I close. Leviticus 10. I'll pick from him next Sunday. If God permits. Leviticus 10 from verse 1. God used his pattern. He took, he took, he took, he took the most sacred people to illustrate to us. That's why in Galatians 2, from verse 9, downwards, when 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 Peter came to Antioch, when he saw the Jews, he began to behave like a hypocrite. Do you know that when you see Christian brethren, you behave like a Christian? But we are, when you are in a place where there is no believer, you become like Jezebel. That is called hypocrisy. The days are here when you must make a decision for Christ. And damn the consequence. You know, Cosmos is here. He can testify. Because of the fear of God in me. I grew with it. You know, when I was growing up, man, I didn't know what just drove me. I kept reading scriptures. When my mates were, were, were partying and, and carousing, I would be in the bedroom, reading the book of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes as a... As, 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 as a young man my friends are going drinking and partying and enjoying their youth but I was, I was deprived of youthful enjoyment but actually I wasn't deprived I was actually enjoying my youth because I was enjoying my youth with the Lord my Bible was being morning and night I would come out only in the evening and my parents would come and say why are you not going out? we are afraid, is there anything wrong with you? I said no, nay, but the word we say yes, we see God's life in your hands but it's too much temper it as a young child i will take my bag my bag i will put my clothes and i will look for a camp i will go and meet the deeper livers they will take me to camp i will stay there for days i just want to be around god i didn't know so much but i know the little i know drew me to him and that thing kept me all through my life When I went to serve, I served in, in his village. 
when I got there, I was well received. I was well received. And, 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 and this was my first time of leaving, of leaving the place of my accountability. When now nobody knew me. You see, I could do anything and I would go scot-free. In the camp, I chose not to, not, not because I didn't want to, but I just didn't want to get involved with, with NCCF. I just wanted to stay alone and watch and see what stuff they are made up. When I saw it a few times, no condemnation, but I, did, I choose not to go. Yeah, because some of the guys that sing in the choir, they drink beer in, in the market at night. I said, no, I can't join these guys. Amen? I can't join these guys. Now, I'm not saying all is like that, but the things I saw in my own camp, I said, no, I can't be part of those who drink and womanize and dead girls and sleep in corners and do all those things as, as, as fellowship guys. That means available, that's what they do in the fellowship, where, where, where they're coming from. So I chose not to. I stood for God. I stood alone. I was praying and God's light was on me. And then when I got to my PPA, what do I call it? I was very alone. In fact, the copper that left before me spoiled ground. Cosmos, was it true? It spoiled ground with women, with resources, everything. When I came, I said, Lord, you didn't send me here to kill me. My faith in you will not die. I, ch I will choose to suffer. I will choose to be rejected. I will choose to be in anguish. I will choose to deprive my flesh for this one year. Let the flesh shout. One day, the copper they brought to me is a Muslim. His name is Kawasuli. I told him, he said, copper, have you ever had sex in your life? I said, no. I said, he has kept me. And he will keep me. For marriage is honorable in all. And the bed, and the bed, and the bed. What do you think made Joseph to run? This scripture hasn't been written yet. But it was a witness in his spirit. And he ran away. So one morning I woke up. I said, Lord, I will go and find a people that I'll be accountable to in this village. So that I will not have latitude to do whatever I want to. The moment you begin to hide from the people of God, you are in danger. So there are three churches, Costco, Catholic Church, Assemblies of God, and Christ for the World Mission. He said, Lord, where do I go to? He says, join yourself to that chariot. So I walked to the church. Our roof was bamboo. You remember that place? By the express. No, you didn't come. You only came when I was graduating. He was in Catholic. Were you serving Mass? Now you are serving the Lord. When I got there, I told them, I am born again, no. I am a believer from where I am coming from. I am a Christian. I, I love Jesus. So anywhere you see me that Jesus cannot go, draw my leg. Did you hear me? This is, this is not a joke. My destiny was about to be roasted.
but I chose that it cannot be roasted because of the holiness of God. She gave me the key to her room. She said she has finished cooking. I should go and eat. She's coming. And, and, when, she, and when she comes, she will tie small wrapper. Small wrapper. So, uh, <laughs> I said, Ma. He said, don't call me Ma. Call me in charge. There is no room in God for unrighteousness. Did you hear me? For the end is near. Don't pat yourself in the back that I'm trying. That before I take four bottles, now I'm taking one. Destroy all the bottles altogether. Do you hear me? Ah, don't say, I call her before. We talk ten, ten, ten times in a week. Now I've reduced it. We'll talk two times a week. No. As long as it's an amoral, you have no business with any other one apart from your wife. If you see a woman naked on your phone, you, are, you have committed adultery. I'm coming home. Ah. Hear me. This is Christianity. It's a call to separation. It's not a bland call. It's a call to be like God. And Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took either of them his what? Before this time, they've been ordained by God. They've gone through the protocol of ordination as priests. But the work with God does not end in the first step. It is by the other steps you take in him that validates the first step you took. And put fire therein. And put incense thereon. And offered strange fire before the Lord. Someone says strange fire. Say strange fire. Ah, that means we can offer strange fire before the Lord even now. That's why choir, be careful. Sanctify yourselves. Pastors, leaders, elders, deacons, be careful. Sanctify yourselves. It is not... This flesh must die. Paul says, mortify the flesh. Colossians chapter 3. Mortify, that means kill it. Because it has the tendency to kill you. This one, let's go. So as you drive home, this, as you drive home, don't be angry on the street. Don't do waka as you're driving. Some people say that they can't, they can't do that talking when driving. There are folks who cannot, who, who can stop talking while driving, and they are talking not things that give glory to God. You see, I consciously walk on my thoughts. The thought keeps thinking evil. I keep countering it. No, it's consciously. I said, this thought you are going again. Come back. You can't think this thought is dirty. The Lord is righteous. My heart is clean. I think I'm talking. I'm alone. No. I said, you, you have started again. What, what is wrong with you? I don't want to think this thing you are thinking. Is you or is not me? I stand for God. I, because it's a battle to fight 
until we win. I will run. They offered what strange. What make that fire strange? Do you want to see it? Do you want to know why make it strange? He said, and 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 before the Lord, which he commanded them not, and they went out from fire before the Lord and did what? It means the fire killed them. Let's go on. And they died before. Wow, they died before the Lord. That means someone would die before God. God will see to their death. His mercy would not would, would not go forever. He will not strive with man forever. He will give you long rope to pull until the time of his justice is released. Then Moses said to Aaron, hear this. This is that the Lord spake, saying, I will be what? No, you didn't say, I will be what? I will be what? That word sanctified and holiness means the same thing. I will be declared as holy before, before, before the people. And before all the people, I'll be what? And Aaron held his peace. Now, you will know what that meant until we go further. You see what happened? Do you want to see it? You know, this is still vague. What did they do that defied the holiness of God? Let's go down. And Moses called Meshile and Elzaphan, the sons of Uzil, the uncle of Aaron, and said to them, Come near, carry your brethren from before the sanctuary of the camp. Wow, it is in the sanctuary. I wish those days would come back. But God says, no. I've given you this as an example. So that you are not deceived. Now I will know if your work with me is by faith. In obedience. That's why I will not kill anyone anymore right now. I want to see faith at work in them. So they went there and carried them in, in their coats out of the camp. They didn't carry them with their hands. They used their clothes because it was an abomination. Do you know today, if men of God die, do you know how they bury them? With pomp and pigeantry. The, the captain of industry. God's general. You find every pastor who's, who has name being represented. Whereas the priests in the tabernacle, when they died, because they died in iniquity, you know what? The Buddha carried them, carried them in their coats. They didn't want their corpse to even touch them. Whereas in our time, some will go and kiss even the hands of the corpse. So they can draw anointing and tap into the glory of the, of, of the departed. Let's go on. And Moses said to Aaron, and to Eleazar, and to Itma. Now, Eliezer and Idmar were the two remaining sons of Aaron. Two had died. He said to them, Uncover not your heads. It means, do not weep or cry for them or else you die. Wow. He says in Romans, you know what he says? He says, do not, do not encourage those who are doing evil. For if you do, you are partaking in their sin. Wow. That means no one doing evil against God with my friend. If I support them 
and partaking in their sin. He says, Aaron, and he lays it to my sons, don't weep, neither rend your clothes, lest you die and lest rats come upon all the people. But let your brethren, the house of Israel, bewail the burning which the Lord had kindled. Next verse. And you shall not go out from the door of the tabernacle of congregation, lest she die. For the anointing oil of the Lord is upon you. And they did according to the word of Moses. And the Lord spoke to Aaron, saying, Now the Lord came to Aaron to tell Aaron why the, those boys died. Now, this, this is the reason that that thing they offered was strange. You know the reason? Let me show you now. Do not drink. Those guys drank wine. It was the wine they drank that killed them. This was the reason. It was the alcohol, the gold bag, the Heineken, the Chelsea. Please give me their names. The Hennessy. The Star. Smenov. It's even bad. You see, he's smelling. He smells. Oh, she said, no, it doesn't smell. No, it smells. Evil smells. Smenov. Yes. So what made God kill them? Church, you know what? This is it. God had to come to explain so that he can warn himself and warn the other two boys. If not, they would die. But guess what? If they were not priests, they would not have died. That's why don't struggle to become leader. If I they call you, you are you want to be a leader? Say, you know, some people cry because they are not me, I want to give you a microphone and, and, and sit down. You know, sometimes I leave church for one month. You think he's under the eye? He's not under the eye, oh. He's Holy Ghost. You think, no. You think I don't want to preach? No. This thing can finish me. So the earlier I retreat to, to make my hair straight, I come back. And, 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 and do not drink wine nor strong drink. Thou nor thy sons, for this is what killed the first two born of Aaron. God says, I must be sanctified before the people. That means wine dishonor me for the people. I'll close now. This is Christianity. Oh, someone say, ah, this is in the Old Testament. I'll give you two scriptures in the New Testament very quickly this morning. Ephesians 5, from verse 1. Colossians 3, from verse 1. And then I close. Ephesians 5, everybody, from verse 1. God has something to say. Grace, everybody, let's do it, everybody. Are we ready? Laulu, are you set? One, two, go. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also had loved us and had given himself for us as an offering and a what? To God for a sweet smelling but what? Hold on. But what? So what is fornication? Who knows? Fornication is when you have sex with a woman you have not married to before the Lord. When a boy has sex with you without marriage, you are a fornicator. 
let me nail it home so I hear very well. You know, fornication. When boys sleep with you, you are what? You are what? When you sleep with a woman that you are not married to before the Lord, you are an adulterer. Are you hearing me? Say fornication. It is having sex before marriage. Hear what God said. But what? And all? No, please say what And all? It is a song. All uncleanness, let it not be. No, 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 you've jumped it. Let it not be. Okay. Uh-huh. Let it not be once named. Wow. As become it. So once you are a saint, those things are gone. Let's go on. Neither nor foolish. Have you asked yourself what is foolish talking? Kelvin, what is foolish talk? Just anyhow talk. Be a parlor talk. Talk with talk with people who words that don't edify God. Both in the place of work and in the place of leisure. That's why you must be careful how you go to a place of leisure. Because therein there's no want of idle and foolish talk and foolish jokes. How can an adult be calling another adult his child because he's a football fan? My son just played. That's foolish talk. Osimen is not your son. You are a liar. God will judge you. You are being foolish and being stupid. You are exposing yourself. You think it's pleasure. But God says, no, foolish talk. I find some people, you know, because they are football fans, they, 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 they say, Chelsea is my club. Chelsea is not your club. You didn't own it. But because you're, you're, because the, 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 the spirit of confusion has, has entered in, you've opened the door. You start talking what is not convenient. You argue nonsense argument. You almost come and fight your wife because your club was defeated. No foolish talking. No. Ha. Huh. No jesting. Okay, what is jesting? Does God use idle words? Does God just use words? No, no. God means what is God says, don't jest on the spot. That's why your prayers are not heard. Because your words have been void of power. Your words have been so idle that angels are confused. When they see the word, it's always idle without force. That's why it's better to keep quiet. For he that is foolish but, but, but keeps silence will be taken for a wise man. For there's wisdom in silence. And if you want to be silent, don't go to where there's noise. You can't be silenced at the beach. Because there's noise at the beach. You can't be silent in home parties. Now, I'm not saying parties are wrong. But be mindful of what you are. It will determine the kind of party you arrange. To be a solemn party. (laughs) 
This is a paradox. It's so lame. Church, are we together? This is the word of God. This is the mandate of the church. There's no other way. Go son of Miramo. I'm telling you, if we are to follow him, this is the way. There's no liberty. This is the liberty we have to obey these things. This is where our joy is. Should I continue? I said I want to close. I've said that in four times now. I'm closing. But the holiness of God. He said, Jesting which are not convenient, but rather giving of what? That means you must be a man full of thanks. Wow. Nigeria is, oh, everywhere is, we have gone. No, it's idle. Because God has not said it is gone. It is you that is saying it is gone. Because of what you feel and what you see. Has it said so? No, it says those who are willing and obedient shall eat the good in the land. End of discussion. They are kidnapping. So, do you know how many people they are kidnapping in the U.S. every day? Do you know? If you are aware, you will shiver. Do you know how many children disappear in the U.S. every day? Daily. Do you know how many people that, 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 that is, that, 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 is that, 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 that dies of gunshot in the U.S. every day? Do you know? Daily. Yesterday, the Prime Minister of Belgium made a statement in, in Abuja. I'm sorry, sorry, report. You didn't see it. He said, Please, Nigerians and Africans, there is no green pastor in Europe. Europe right now is in their trade also. He said, Many Africans are in, are in Belgium and Europe doing prostitution. When you finish, check it. Belgium's Prime Minister discussion with Nigerian ambassador yesterday. It's a report. I read it. Many folks right now in Europe are not carefully employed. There's no green, he said, there's no green pasture anywhere anymore in the world. That was his report. The same affliction that you are going through is also being experienced in Africa alone, everywhere in the world. So stop saying dollar is down. Are you living by dollar? What's your business with dollar? Pounds is going up. Does it concern you? Do you work in CBN? Are you hungry? Is dollar killing you? Why are you complaining? For he that complains will keep complaining. But he that gives thanks will keep giving thanks. When men say there's a casting down. So what's your business with dollar going down? This country is finishing. No, you are the one finishing. The country will not finish. As long as heaven and remain, seed, time, and harvest for those that sow in the land shall reap yet in the land. God will cause the resource in the land to come to those whose heart are ready for the source of the land. You're here making noise. People are spraying money with, with, with gun in parties. You say there's no money in Nigeria. Are you normal? Say God, open my eyes to my own source that may find rest in you. Is someone blesses money? All this Satan is doing is to cause this very distraction from God. In all this, men are running farther from God than running to God. And if they come to God, they come to Him for the very wrong reasons. Not because they want to know Him, but they're looking for a covering. And that's where charlatans and, and false prophets 
take advantage of people and prophesy falsely to them. I'm closing shortly. For this, everybody called me, for this you know. Please don't say everybody. Are we awake? Are we awake? Let's go. For this you know, that no warmonger, no unclean person, no covetous man, who is an idolater, had any inheritance in the kingdom of God and of God. Next verse, hear this. Hear this quickly. And I close. Let church anybody let no man deceive you with vain for because of these things mentioned above the wrath of God cometh. If anyone who is in the church continuously does this thing or do these things, the wrath of God is upon him. Holiness to the Lord. Colossians 3 from verse 1. And then we'll close finally with that. Amen. Are we there? Now let's read to everybody. Want to go? If ye then be risen. Now let me ask a question. Are you risen with Christ? Church, let me ask. Are you risen with Christ? Are you born again? Is Jesus your Lord? Are you a member of the body of Christ? Do you love to obey the laws of God? Are there rules in the kingdom of God? Are there laws for us to follow by God? Has God made this law clear to us? Should we obey the laws of God? Can we know the will of God? Can we know the word of God? That means when we know the word of God, then we have to do the word of God. Let's go on. If ye then be with Christ, want to go, seek those things. Someone say seek. To seek means you are looking for it as though it's lost. You are willing to tread anything to find it. You are willing to sacrifice some time, some, some, some time for leisure to dig deep to find something. For you don't search what is easily seen. Amen. You will give your time. You will give yourself. It says seek those things which are above. Where Christ seated. On the right hand of God. Verse 2, everybody want to go. Set your affection on things. Hold on. Set your affection on things above. This is how Christ is reflected upon the earth. Not, you see, it's a contrast. Set your love on things above. So what things are things above? Prayer, Bible reading, Bible study, right living, giving. Do you know there are people that in church that don't give? They say, let them give. Set your affection on things, not things of the... Let's go on. For ye are... Now, the, truly, the question is that, are you truly dead? God wants to kill you. He wants to kill the flesh. That desire. You see, in Christ Jesus, we died. We actually died. So we, don't, we, we no longer live after the flesh. We find our rest 
in him, being alive now in him. So our old man had died. There should be no desire for the old life, no desire for the old nature. That thing has gone. Now the new has come. This is how our light shines before men when they see the shining of the new life. For ye are dead, and your life is hid in Christ, in God. It means when you are going to commit those sins. And that's why you become vulnerable. You see, your life is hid in Christ. And Christ in God. So you jump out of God. And out of Christ. And sin. And when you sin, you are exposed. But thanks be to the grace of God. For like he restored Isaiah. He will restore you. Our lives are hid in Christ in God. When Christ who is our life shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. It's an appearing of Christ. Appearing of Christ. <laughs> Mortified therefore. Everybody say with me. Mortified therefore your what? Which are? Number one. Uncleanness. Go on. Go on. Ha hold on. But now you put off. Hallelujah. These things are not mentioned in the light of God's holiness. Thank you, Father. As you work with the Lord in the light of His Word, all the glory is shed on our way. This morning, I want to bow our heads and pray. Just bow our heads, this morning, and pray. Bow your heads, this morning, and pray. And say, Lord, help me. Help me not to be a forgetful hearer. Lord, for your laws are not grievous. Laws are doable. Help me, Lord, to stand faultless before you in Christ. Mortify my flesh. Lord, help me. Help me work this work. Acceptable of you. Give me the strength and the grace. To embrace this truth as your truth. From today, I repent of my sins. And I make up my mind to live for you. Cleanse me, O God, and I will be cleansed. Save me, O God, and I will be saved. For thou art my praise. I will go back and behold these words one more time. And live a life of thanksgiving to you always. Thank you for the hope of salvation. Thank you for the hope of glory. Keep us continually in your truth. Take from us Lord's stony hearts. And give us a heart of flesh unto obedience. In righteousness. 
our flesh are mortified. We truly represent Jesus. Our word, our speech, our life. Mirror you, O God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. And amen.